Hello, and welcome back to another FAST podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, welcome back on this frozen, frozen January 2022 day. I think it's about minus 18 out or something very early this morning. Um, That's without the wind chill for you folks that uh, freak out at at low temperatures. I just noticed how, uh, you know, we just keep going up here in Minnesota. In some states, that would really shut you down. I remember when I was a kid growing up in Baltimore, if we got a few flakes of snow, they would uh, close the schools. And when I first got here, I remember... You know, there being six inches on the ground and not even calling late schools. They're getting a little more uh, soft as I get older, I guess. Um, and they're closing schools. But when I first got here in, what, 1989, it was amazing how, you know, the Minnesotans and the upper Midwest in general just keeps trudging on where other states would be shut down. And we're not just thinking, you know... Oh, they don't have enough snow plows. So they don't know how to handle this. It's just amazingly different mindset. And uh, with the pandemic and dealing with some uh, different clients and friends in the gym, I noticed that people really get caught up in the narrative they tell themselves. The story about themselves, the world, they tell themselves. Now, let me clarify what this narrative means. Narrative is the story you tell yourself between your ears. It's the story you tell about your past, your present, and your future. And a lot of that is controlled by the subconscious mind. So if you think you're a winner, your brain will always look for ways to win. If you think you're a loser, you would find ways to lose. If you think you're sickly, it will find ways to validate that. That's just the way our subconscious works that narrative you tell about yourself. And this is this is a little deeper than a simple filter. When we talked about filter in previous podcasts, I was talking about how, you know, I got my uh, wife a Jeep Trailhawk, and I had never really seen that version of Jeep before. And then after we purchased it, that's all I see. Now, did those Jeep Trailhawks exist before? Of course. But my brain would just filter them out and say, oh, it's another SUV, that's another car. And didn't, didn't bring that to awareness. That's because all the information coming into our brain from our eyes, our ears, our nose, um, all those sensations, all our senses have to be filtered because you cannot handle 100% of the information coming in. So we filter it. But that filter is controlled by the narrative you run in your brain. Um, So what's that narrative mean? If you grew up poor and abused and a victim, then you're always, that narrative is always playing. Even though you could be dropped into a perfect situation, you will find a way to be a victim. Now, again, hear me out. That doesn't mean there's not evil people out there and that evil people will do evil things toward you and others. Please hear me. And if you've been victimized, please go get some help. Um, But what I'm saying is, let's use the Minnesota Vikings as a good example, the NFL football team. You know, even though you can have a great organization and good stars, there's 
there's an overlying narrative that plays in corporations and companies and cities and villages and neighborhoods and towns and your home and your family. And those narratives continue, you know, to continue to run. It's more like expectations is a good way to say it. If everyone in your family got straight A's in school and were pretty good academically, then, you know, you could say it's an expectation, but that tends to go that way. Everyone tries a little harder with their homework. If the parents of the household could give a rip about what your grades are and say, hey, just pass, it's amazing how the kids live up to that low expectation. Say it again. It's amazing how kids will live up to that low expectation. And that is due to the narrative they're playing into their head that school doesn't matter. Now, of course, there's always those outliers. There's always the one rebel in the family, the successful family. And there's always the one overachiever, I'm getting the hell out of here, and the underachieving family. We know that. And we're not talking about the, you know, outliers, statistical outliers. What we're talking about is the average, the majority of people. And if you have a if you have a narrative playing, say, oh, that you know, government is safe, or I trust this, or why would a couple experts say this about this vaccine? It can't be wrong. And so you you look for ways to be okay with it. When they come out, and even the president says you won't get COVID from getting the shots. And of course, six months later, oh, you just need a booster because you can still get COVID if you don't get booster. Oh, you still can get it if you get a booster? Well, it keeps you from being hospitalized. Well, 99% of all the virus out there is the one that mixed with 229E and is mild. So of course it's gonna keep you out of the hospital because it's a mild infection, even for those that are sickly and weak. So it's amazing how they're taking credit for something that Mother Nature did through antigenic um, shift. So, you know, it, it's a marriage, but their narrative is that this works. And people will go to their graves. They will start wars. They will fight. They, they will blow up friendships. They will act like a complete nut and disrespectful over trying to be consistent with the narrative they're running into their head. Even if that narrative is you're a loser. You're an alcoholic, whatever. And what studies have shown is it actually affects your physical health. And that's what I wanted to talk about. There was a Yale study, Yale University study done a few years ago. And looking at people at midlife and they followed them, you know, further, you know, over 10, 20, 30 years. So that's a pretty good study. Those type of studies can show how small things can change outcomes. And they found out, in general, that if you say, oh, getting old is going to rock, it's going to be super, it's a super challenge, I'm excited for it, there's going to be so much fun getting older. Here's all the positives getting older. You know, I don't have to run off and, you know, take a kid to volleyball practice and run around. You know, I have time for myself. I get time to do my hobbies. More time with my significant other. More time to relax you know, and just enjoy life as opposed to be running on a treadmill trying to pay bills. This is going to be fantastic growing older. Though, and then they had a group of people that said, oh, growing old suck. I, you know, my body hurts. It breaks down. I'm missing my kids. 
um, the whole reason, you know, for marriage and all that is to have kids and have this great family. Now my family's gone. And here I am on a rocking chair watching CNN, you know, taking three naps a day and sore knees, back, all these health problems. Wow. They showed in this Yale study, Yale University study, that the group of people that said, hey, you know, growing old is super, you know, it's going to rock. We have all these freedoms. They lived 7.6 years longer than those that were negative about growing old. I'll say that again. Those that are running a story, a narrative in their head that getting old was going to be great, lived 7.6 years longer than those who thought that growing old is nothing but one doctor's appointment after another, one physical challenge after another, one mental challenge after another, one financial emotional challenge after another. Wow. That's pretty good. 7.6 years. That's a big, you can't say that's just statistics or that's a little normal deviation plus or minus one way or the other. 7.6 years is a big deal. Eight years is a big deal to say that your narrative, kind of the story you tell yourself about, say, that aspect of life, growing old, is positive. Well, how would that affect the rest of the things? How would that affect your academic success, financial success, athletic success? I was in the gym last night working with someone who had never moved, you know, X amount of weight, and what blew my mind is that person who'd been lifting for years kept saying, I don't think I can do this. I can't do that. I know I can't do that. And of course, I helped them do it. I yelled at them, coached them up, inspired them, whatever you want to say, and they did it. They were absolutely 100% incorrect. And I pointed out to this person just in that, you know, the last week working with the team, they were incorrect at least seven times about what they could do physically. So if you're wrong seven times, you know, maybe you should stop trusting your narrative or the story you tell in your head. What blew my mind is how hard that individual, and this goes for all individuals, including myself, all individuals hold on to those stories. So that's, that's something really important to start thinking about is how we hold on to a negative or a positive in, image or an incorrect image, whether it's just neutral, but it's incorrect about a person, about a subject, about politics, about anything that you run a narrative. Now we call those unconscious biases, right? We call those biases. And they talk about biases when it comes to racism and sexism. But do we ever really look at our biases when it comes to more neutral, you know, unemotional um, subjects? You know, you see the, the racism issue and sexism issue all through, you know, today's TV, especially the news. And even, you know, how they do movies now or TV commercials like the M&M commercial. Come on. They're changing stuff that, you know, they said, oh, this is bad. This is bad. Now, whether it is or not, I'm not making that comment. It's amazing how they're dialing in on some of these things when there's, there's some really important things like how a child views themselves. That would be a lot more important than, you know, ripping the uh, Native American Indian off of a, a carton of butter. Really. Why don't we work on making sure that 
everyone can do math appropriately or do science. This pandemic has shown nobody knows anything about biology, and those that do are keeping quiet because they're scared of losing their job to the people that have power, but you know couldn't uh, couldn't take their couldn't science their way out of a wet paper bag. So what's amazing to me is you know you know the those with a very scientific, strong biological background, or have to be silent to keep their jobs because of the narrative being played out. Now understand culture was going to give you a narrative, and if you focus on that, you know that becomes your truth. These narratives become your truth, and it's really hard to break those. Oh, we always lose a playoff game. Oh, I can never get an A on a math test. I can never find, you know, a significant other that works. I'm always a doormat. I'm always codependent. All that crap. Well, how about this? Why don't you just change your narrative and see what happens? What you'd be amazed is the power of the subconscious mind, that filter starts looking for answers if it's possible. Is it possible to continue lifting after a bad injury? Is it, you know, and if you think it is and you keep that positive mindset, the power of your unconscious and conscious mind will start filtering and looking for answers. And we're not talking mind over matter or voodoo or new age blowing sunshine up your skirt or, you know, manifestation. If I think about it, it'll appear. None of that crap. I'm talking about neurology. You know, if you think, oh, I'm injured and I want to continue um, say lifting or doing my sport and I know it's possible because other people have done it before because you've seen that you don't fill your mind with junk then all of a sudden you start getting second and third and fourth opinions you start asking around you know hey is there a doctor or a therapist a specialist that I can see that can help me well a lot of that is just going the extra mile and keep searching for an answer a lot of people, if they have the narrative, oh, I busted my knee, I can never play football again, and they just stop because one doctor told them, nope, you're done. Well, that's because that own doctor has limitations in their experience and never seen anybody recover from that injury, which means you're putting your weight on someone's 15, 20 years, 30 years of experience, which is still not the majority. They're not everybody. They're not God. They haven't seen everything. So you need to keep looking. There may be new technologies out there. Well, we just showed you that a study says you can actually live longer by taking a positive out to look to aging. There's got to be a way to move forward. And it's not as hard as you think. It's really just small shifts, small shifts in your thinking that this may be possible. Small shifts. And you just, you just got to get away Especially in this day and age, we're having a great, what I call, you know, study of millions of people who have a negative outlook on the world and life around them. They're scared of going outside because they may get a cold that could kill them. And I'm like, wow, where were you before when, you know, swine flu was out there, which was killing every demographic, you know, just not the old and frail and overweight and diabetic and those with four comorbidities. No, where were you? You weren't afraid because the narrative you were saying is, oh, flu's a nasty bug, but I'll be okay. Well, now, because of the way the media has been selling this, you're freaking out. You're freaking out over something that's already mutated and 99% of what's out there is mild. It's amazing. So anyway, 
So what do you do? How do you change the story? Well, try these five things. One, stop consuming junk stories. If you're trying to get in shape physically, you stop consuming junk food. You start eating better. And all of a sudden, your body responds. If you put positive things into your mind, constantly focus on the positives, then guess what? Then the, your mind will start building and saying, hey, this is my reality. I need to look for it. Your narrative changes. And that may be me be that you have to turn off Netflix or watch a show that makes you laugh and inspires you. Read a book that makes you laugh or inspires you. Just really push yourself. Talk to those people that inspire you in your life your life. Take them out to coffee. Take them to dinner. Take them to lunch. Take them to breakfast. Start hanging around with those people that inspire you. Stop consuming junk. Two, if you're on a river and you're going down the rapids, a lot of people focus on the rocks. Well, a good, uh, a good whitewater person will tell you, you don't focus on the rocks. You focus on the river how the turrets are going, the flow of the river, and that'll get you around the rocks. You focus on the river, not the big rocks. If you focus on the rocks, your brain will be poured, pulled toward that, and you're going to hit one. You focus on the river. So you focus on the positives in your life. If you listen to this, you're alive. That's a positive. So start looking at the positives in your life and start moving on them. Reinforce them. If you have no one in your household, your neighborhood, your team that supports you, find people that do and just continually work with that. If you're, you have to do self-talk to yourself, it's okay. Let them think you're crazy. Talk to yourself and, and keep telling yourself that everything's okay and I'm getting in shape. I'm getting smarter. We're making more money. Now, those are affirmations, but the good thing about affirmations is one, don't expect the things to happen, but it changes the junk going into your brain and helps you focus more on the river and not the rocks. Number three, expect a setback. You're going to have a setback. You're going to slip and fall. When you go and work out, the only way you get to a 200-pound bench press is to miss it several times and work your way up and miss it again. Work your way up, miss it again. And then after a while, you eventually get it. Then you have to go for 210 or 220. It works that way in life. You learn from your mistakes on a math test more than you do what you did right. So you have to go back and say, oh, I didn't finish that step. Or I rounded off too much. Or I did this. That teaches you in math. Same thing in any subject. You're going to learn by the answers you got wrong on a quiz or a test or an examination more then you're going to the ones you got right. You're going to find out where the holes in your knowledge are. So that's what you want to work on. Number four, tell good stories about the people around you. Don't get caught up in negative gossip. Be in positive gossip. Oh, I like my coach. I like my spouse. She's doing so good. She does this for me. She does that for me. I like my kids. They're doing this. And I hear this a lot. A lot of people brag on their kids, and that's great. Continue to do that. But start bragging about yourself or, or, you know, if you're going to talk about someone else, hey, you know, talk about the positive. Hey, I'd love seeing that old couple walking around the park holding hands 
Or did you see that kid? He's growing up so big and, you know, he's shoveling our walk without asking. It's fantastic. Start looking for the positives in the people around you and talk about it. So the brain gets that narrative changed. And no matter what, move forward. You're going to fall down. You're going to have setbacks. But just keep having a step forward. Keep stepping forward. Keep stepping forward because that's what works. I've seen this many, many times since in lifting. And I apologize for using lifting as an analogy. But I've been doing it since I was 13 competitively. I've seen the people that just show up to the gym. Whether they're sick, whether they're tired, they're hungry, angry, lonely, going through a divorce, going through a bankruptcy, the worst time in their life. If they just get in the door and do one exercise or something else, or just come and help the team, that these people do better in life. They move forward. That's what you need to start doing. And it's going to happen. You're going to be knocked down. A lot of times you're knocked down by those closest to you that love you most. That's what you start looking for. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't confide everything into this uncle or this brother or this sister. Because you know what? They, they really don't really care about my success. There's jealousy there. Some toxic negative emotion. And that's fine. But you, what you need to do is sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to find people that really are on the same wavelength as I am and trying to do fantastic things in their life. So stop consuming junk stories. Change that narrative. See the river and not the rocks. See all the movement of the challenges around you. Don't focus on, oh, this is impossible. This is too heavy. This is too big of a challenge. Focus on what's underneath you right now, and that's the river. Expect a couple setbacks. You're going to get a couple of speed bumps. Expect them. And how are you going to move forward? Maybe plan to say, how am I going to get around this? Tell good stories about yourself, about others around you. Stay away from negative gossip. And if you find people that constantly do negative gossip, you may want to stay, around from, stay away from that person. Because there's nothing good and positive and uplifting coming out of their mouth. Stay away. Let them go down there, let them be flushed down the toilet of their own negativity. That, you just have to do that. And unfortunately, sometimes we're related to those people by DNA. And then move forward, no matter what. Take a step forward. Moving forward. I always say, at least fall forward. Someone's going to knock me down. I'm going to lean forward. So when I land, just like in football, I'm further forward than I am back. Even when everything's going against you, fall forward. That would be amazing. If you stop the narrative and the negative stories in your own head. Because the cool thing about human beings, we can create our own story between our ears. It's not about delusion. It's not about fantasizing. It's about changing that neurology. So we can filter out and start looking for good things around us. And have a little more success. And this has been another fact podcast.